bit dramatic, isn't it? Actually, I'm standing here on the uh, Jamestown Ferry waiting to get to the other side. But boy, it was right here, 400 years ago, that those three ships came up over these waters to discover those new lands. The Godspeed, the Susan Constant, and the Discovery. Boy, I tell you what, Discovery, it's in our hearts. You know, I think the way the scripture said it is, uh, well, it was in Ecclesiastes that said, God has put eternity in our hearts. Man, and we know in our hearts there's something so much more out there. There's something so much bigger. And that's why we cross the Atlantic Ocean on a ship called the Discovery. That's why we go into outer space on a shuttle called the Discovery. Boy, in that Discovery... It's led us to find a lot of great and wonderful things. Gosh, we've gone to the ocean depths, into outer space. We've discovered new lands. Of course, we've even been into the intricacies of the human body. But you know, with all that discovery, it's still left us kind of empty, hasn't it? But gosh, just look at the last 50 years. We've discovered more, unlocked more, learned more than all of human history prior to that. We're not any happier. Now, there's something more than well, just the physical world. Yeah, there's discovering in the spiritual realm. Boy, when we discover things there, it's not uh, resources or technology or new lands. No, what we discover there is answers. Who am I? Why am I here? Is there a God? Does He know me? You know, our family at Colonial Heights Baptist Church, we want to be about helping people discover. Because we believe there's a God. We believe He knows you personally and that He has a plan for your life. As a matter of fact, we believe that God's plan for Colonial Heights Baptist Church is that we would impact our entire world and our community for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, there, there's a process for that kind of impact. We believe that process is in discovering, discipleship, and devotion. Every ministry in our church falls under one of these three categories. Every person in our church is somewhere in this process. Now it's that discovery that's on my mind today. Because you know what? There's millions of people out there who want to discover if there's a God, who want to know why they're here. Some of those billions of people are our neighbors. They're our friends. It might be you. And our church family wants to lead people and help people discover. You know, I think there's two great things to discover. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we discover who God is and what He has for us through the person of Jesus Christ. The second thing we want to discover is His church. You know, there's a lot of people out there today who who want to discover or who believe they can discover Jesus, but they don't need that church stuff. You know, I understand why that happens, but the New Testament actually teaches that the church is the body of Christ. They're vitally connected. The New Testament even calls the church the bride of Christ. Jesus loves the church. So we want to discover Jesus and His church. Boy, when you discover both of those things... You're starting to talk about answers, meaning, purpose in life. You're starting to talk about what God has for you. 
gosh, to think that we could be a part of that kind of discovery or even helping others to discover something like that. Gosh, that's kind of like being the captain of the, well, the discovery. That video, along with one you're going to see next week and another one you'll see the week after that, are a part of uh, a new new members class that we're uh, actually beginning this month, beginning this weekend. I say beginning, it's not really beginning, it's a pilot uh, class. We're running it mostly with established members uh, for the next four weeks. And then we're going to do another pilot class in February. And that'll be with a, a, a few more newer members and maybe even some prospects in our church family. But the, the goal of this class is to help people get connected. We'll run it for four weeks and, and it'll run continually. Where, wherever somebody joins, they can just begin. They might start in class number three, then they'll go three, four, one, two. If they start in week number two, then they'll go two, three, four, one. But it'll be an ongoing class uh, and an effort, again, to get people Connected into the life of our church, connected and becoming a part of our family. And of course, that means being connected to, to who we are and to what we do. You know, we've said our goal is not to be a group of people who are absolutely committed to meeting in a building once a week. And our goal goes way beyond that. We do want to impact our community and our world for Christ. But as I said last week, just because we've said that doesn't mean we are. Just because I'm a Christian or because I'm a member of a church does not mean that's what's happening in my life. But rather, there is a process that we move through. You heard me say it just there in the video and and you heard me say it last week. There's a process we move through so that we can begin to have that impact. It's a process of discovery, of discipleship and of devotion. It's a process, by the way, that everybody on this planet is in. Everybody on this planet falls under one of those three areas. Now, sometimes people get stalled in one of those areas. Sometimes they die in one of those areas. Sometimes they never move beyond some of those areas. Obviously, one of those would be discovery. I mean, there's billions of people on the planet that will never move beyond discovering who God is. So we don't just automatically move through that. Folks, we have to join God on purpose. We have to intentionally move through the process. And what our church family wants to be about is coming alongside people and helping them move through that process so that they don't get stalled in one of these three areas or they don't really reap out of all of these areas what God has for them, but they can move through that and begin to have the impact that God wants them to have in this world. And I'm telling you, when you move through that process... You will impact this world when you join God in helping others move through that process. Man, you're becoming a hero. You're living an extraordinary life. You say, well, that sounds kind of a little bit over the top, doesn't it? Hey, you tell me. What's bigger than connecting somebody with God in eternity? What's more important than that? What lasts longer than that? That's impact. And that's what heroes do. Let's think a little bit tonight on this issue of discovery. What do people want to discover? 
Well, obviously, they want to discover all kinds of things from, you know, is the moon made out of cheese to is the earth flat or round? I mean, discovering things in our physical realm has driven man all throughout history. But I think in our search, we're trying to fill voids. And I think that, the, as I said in the video, there's something really a lot bigger going on than the physical realm, and that's the spiritual realm. Our soul wants to know, is there a God? And if there is, has He said anything? I mean, just because there's a God doesn't mean He's let us know about Himself or how we can know Him or get to Him. Is there a God? Has He communicated? Of course, we believe He has, and we believe that will lead you to the person of Jesus Christ. But, but who is Jesus Christ? And who am I in Jesus? What do I have in Jesus? What does it look like to follow Him? What is God's purpose in my life, in and through the church? Those are just some of the big ones, I think, that we deal with throughout life. But I think there's all kinds of questions. As a matter of fact, a lot of our questions deal with our life, doesn't it? We want to know about the, the relevancy of God in our daily living. The relevancy of God in our daily issues. We want to know God's answers to questions about life and death. Man is a being of discovery. And that's how God created us. God wants us to go on this search. God wants us to discover. And guess what? God wants to be found. Look with me tonight in our passage of study in Matthew chapter 7. Short verse. I'm going to be there just briefly. Matthew chapter 7. If you don't have a Bible, I hope you'll use one there in the pew and read along with us. Matthew chapter 7. We're just going to look at two verses. Verses 7 and 8. Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8. I think a very familiar passage. It says there, Keep asking, and it will be given to you. Keep searching, and you will find. Keep knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who searches, finds. To the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Do you hear what God is saying in this passage? I mean, he's saying right there, listen, if you're asking, if you're looking, if you're knocking, then God is in the business of answering. God's in the business of showing and God's in the business of opening. He wants us to discover. He wants us to find out. Now, you'll notice in this passage, and I'm sure you've heard this before, you see that word keep. And if it was correct, if it went correctly understood, it's keep on. Keep on asking. Keep on searching. Keep on knocking. God is challenging you and I. He's calling you and I to bring a sense of endurance to this task. To bring a sense of perseverance. God's not calling us to a, a get-rich-quick scheme. God's not calling us to something that's a quick fix. God's calling us to persevere in our attempt to discover in our attempt to understand. Because you see, it's perseverance that produces faith. And faith is what gives us eyes to see God. Faith is what gives us ears to hear God. So there's, a, there's an element of perseverance in this discovery. But make no mistake, God is in the business of answering. God is in the business of revealing. I want to show you some more verses. I'm going to read these pretty quickly so you don't need to turn there, but they'll be up on the... On the screen. And as I read these verses, I want you to listen for what God is saying. Listen for God's heart. 
And I want you to notice, I am starting in the old and and reading all the way through to the new. And I want you to hear over and over and over the same message that God is giving. In 1 Chronicles and in 2 Chronicles, twice it says the exact same thing. If you seek Him, He will be found by you. Psalm 9 verse 10 says, Those who know your name trust in you because you have not abandoned those who seek you, Lord. Psalm 145, The Lord is near to all who call out to Him. All who call out to Him with integrity. Isaiah 55, Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call to Him while He is near. And then the precious promise, the precious invitation of Jesus, come to Me. There in Matthew 11. Hebrews chapter 10, Therefore, brothers, since we have boldness to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus, let us draw near. And then in James chapter 4, Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. God wants to be found. Do you hear that? Do you hear Him saying that over and over and over? He calls us to search. He calls us to look. But He's ready. He wants to be found. And the issue in my life is, am I searching? And a bigger issue is, if I have found Him, am I helping others discover? And God wants all of this to happen in His church. The church is the primary physical instrument the primary physical tool that God has put on this planet for you and I to discover. And then to join Him through the church in helping others discover. You know, as we stand here at the beginning of of 2008, we we stand here individually as, as family, as a church family, as we stand here together with this new building, this new opportunity in front of us, And I think these are pretty major questions to ask ourselves as we try to move forward. Have I discovered God? Have I discovered His church? And if I have, am I helping others discover God? Am I helping others discover His church? You know, if you sit here tonight and you know, I'm not sure I have discovered God. I'm not sure I've discovered His church. Boy, could I encourage you, could I challenge you, That's the only thing 2008 ought to be about. I mean, I know you'll have some other things to do. Pay the light bill and, you know, be able to fill up your car with gas and probably some relationships to take care of and go to work. But folks, it won't matter what you accomplish. It won't matter what you do in 2008. If you don't know who God is or you don't know the relationship He has for you in and through the church, nothing will count until you discover that. Now, if you have discovered God in His church, and I would certainly anticipate that's the case for most of us in this room. The question is, what am I doing to help others discover? Am I a part of of what God is doing in this world? You know, if you'll think, we've titled this series Heroes. If you'll think about your hero stories, you know, the Superman movie, the Spider-Man movie, X-Men, Wonder Woman, all of them. You know, if you'll think about it, every one of those superheroes, they come to a point in time when they discover who they are. And and then there's that moment when they kind of discover that they've got these abilities. And and if you'll think about most of them, when they got their abilities, they didn't use them very well right away. They they kind of hone in. They, They kind of have to figure out how to make it work. Now, while that's fictional, 
There's some real truth in that in the thing we're talking about tonight. Because you and I are not going to move on to being heroes until we discover who we are in Christ. And as we discover who we are in Him, we're going to find out that we have some abilities. And, and you know what? That's not a, an automatic, oh, that's my ability and now I'm absolutely proficient at it. No, sometimes we have to kind of work around a little bit and develop a little bit and find out where I can be connected and where I can be used by God and, and where those abilities will come out the very best. You know what's interesting as we think about how we might all differently serve Him? There are some ways in which every one of us join God together in helping others discover. We will all do the exact same thing. There's three things that all of us will do. We will tell, we will pray, and we will give. All three of those things are commanded of every believer. We are commanded to do all three of these. These are ways that we join God, that we join the church in telling others. We tell others about who Christ is in our life. And what He means to us. That's probably one of the most profound and significant ways that we can help somebody discover Christ in His church. We pray. We pray for ministries that help people discover. We pray for people around us. You know what? Everybody in this room, you've got people in your life that are really early in that discovery process. That They're not sure if there is a God If there is a God, they're not sure what they believe about Him. Maybe they're just starting to put some information together about Him, but they don't have that relationship. You've got those people in your family, in your workplace, in your neighborhood, among your friendships. There are people all around you in this discovery process. Man, those are people I need to be praying for. I need to have the same heart that God has for them, that, that they'll find Him. And boy, we can give. We can give to ministries that help people discover God in His church. You know, the Bible says that my heart is always going to end up going toward where my money is. Because money is precious to us. That's just the hard, cold reality of it. It's very precious to us. So wherever my money's going, my heart's going to follow. Well, man, if I'm giving my money toward that which helps people discover God, guess what? My heart's in the exact same place that God's heart is. I can't help but think that's an awfully good thing to have my heart partnered up with the heart of God. Now, these three things are not easy. They're commanded, but they're not easy. These three things, take, they take courage, they take discipline, they take sacrifice. But we're not talking about easy, are we? We're not talking about ordinary. We're talking about extraordinary living. We're talking about being a, a hero of God. We're talking about living life big. So we take this on for Him, for His glory, to join Him in what He's doing. Now, while there's ways that we will all be called on by God to join Him, there's also ways that we do that uniquely. There's ways that we do that individually. God literally gifts us, gives us special abilities to join Him in helping others discover. I'm going to help people discover by preaching. Somebody else is going to help somebody discover by teaching. Somebody else is going to help people discover by kind of one-on-one discipleship. Somebody else is going to help people discover by taking care of the nursery or teaching children. Somebody else is going to help people discover by, by playing an instrument or singing. And they're going to show people God through the glory of worship. And somebody else is going to help people discover by, by taking care of the parking lot or by being a greeter. Now, you might hear a list of these and say, oh, come on now, some of those aren't really special abilities. 
Sure they are. I, you know what? I actually believe that a special ability begins with availability. You know, there's a whole lot of people in God's house, I'm talking about across the world, who are absolutely available to God for nothing. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your abilities are if you have no availability to God. But there are those then who make their abilities, make their personality, make their face available to God. And then He uses that. He empowers it. His presence flows through it. And you know, some of us are actually pretty good at this. We can go out there as a greeter or maybe as a parking lot attendant and God's presence will flow through our face in such a way. It's not true for all of us. But for some of us, it's just such a way that, that when they pull up into our parking lot, it's like they're pulling up into their own driveway. They walk through these doors and it's like they're entering their own home and a family. Because they make themselves available to be God, to be used in that way. There's actually a, a special ability for that. We have all kinds of things that we're getting. There's heroes all over this room who are still waiting to discover who they are in Christ and the abilities that He's given Him. Now, what did I say our church wants to do? We want to come alongside people and help them move through this process. So one of the things we're going to do is going to be over the next two weekends... When you come back next weekend and the weekend after that, you're going to find these hallways lined up with ministries, lined up with tables. And, and you'll kind of get to carouse around them there and find out, well, what's at this table? Well, well, what do you do? Well, what does it look like? Well, what kind of abilities does it take to do that? And you'll start, you know, like that, that superhero who's kind of fumbling with these things. You'll kind of start looking and think, you know, that, that's something I think I would enjoy. And that's something I think I'd like. You'll find out there's ministries with all different kinds of time requ uh, requirements. I mean, there's ministries out there that'll take time every single week. There's other ministries out there that take time once a month. And, and you'll have a chance to just kind of look around and see where you might begin. Where you might begin. Begin what? Could 2008 be a year that, what if? In each of us individually, man, we just took a really big step forward to impact our community and our world for Christ. Folks, it, it is our desire to take those words off the wall out there and off the, the pastor's repetitiveness of it and get them into our hearts and live it. What if we all took a really a giant step forward in impacting our world for Christ and finding out the abilities God's given me to help others know Him? What if, what if we as a church took a giant step forward in impacting our community and our world for Christ? What if? What, what could that look like? What might happen? Man, I know what God's heart is. God's heart is that He be found. And He wants to use His church, you and me, so that people all over Colonial Heights and Petersburg and maybe Washington, D.C. and maybe Turkey. Can you imagine through your life, through your praying, telling and giving, through your ministry that people in Turkey might come to discover Jesus Christ? That's impacting the world, folks. What's God called us to do? We, we don't have the ability, we don't have the right to, to hone in on a little square. We're called to the whole world. Can I, can I challenge you tonight with a couple of commitments? I call them the commitments of a hero. Would you make these commitments in 2008? Number one, I commit to discover all I can about Christ Jesus through faithful Bible fellowship and worship attendance. You know what? There's all kinds of ways that you can discover God and Christ. Now, you can do that by, by reading. 
do that by listening to the radio, maybe a favorite preacher that you have. You can, you can do that by watching a, a, a TV. You can do that through the Internet and research. You, you can do that maybe through a Christian friend at, at work or in your neighborhood. All kinds of ways. But folks, whatever multitude of ways you might have available to you to discover God in Christ Jesus, I promise you that God wants the foundation of that discovery to be His church. He wants the foundation of that discovery to be regular faithful attendance in worship, the gathering of His people, and gathering around the study of His Word and Bible fellowship. I promise you, whatever God wants to unlock in your life, whatever He wants to reveal, it's going to begin right there. Will you make that commitment? Will you make the commitment to get involved in a ministry that helps other people discover who God is? Think about that. You know, that if you think about it, if you read the New Testament, I'm not even sure that should be a commitment. That should be like breathing for the believer. But it's not, is it? No, there, there's, a, there's a whole lot of believers who aren't doing a single thing to help others discover. That's ordinary. We don't want to be ordinary, do we? And I want to live extraordinary for God. Well, I make a commitment to help others discover who God is. We'll try to help you a little bit. We'll put tables and ministries all out there for you to look around. Like, there's got to be something here I can do. And there is, by the way. Matter of fact, there's probably multiple things that you can do. Will you come here next week with that heart and that attitude to look, to discover how you might help others discover? Let me tell you something. You need us. And we need you. I think it's a pretty exciting journey. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's pray. Father, as we bow before You in this moment right now, God, we bow as a group of people who mostly at some point in our life have discovered You. We have discovered You through Your Son, Jesus Christ. It might have been a sermon. It might have been a friend. Maybe it was the faithful discipleship of a, of a Bible fellowship teacher. Maybe we were just reading. Maybe we came to it in prayer. But God, You revealed Yourself. Lord, I hope all of us have the opportunity to look back and remember that. And to remember how big and how significant that is in our lives. And having come to that discovery, God, I pray that in each of our lives we'd make the commitment to help others to discover. Lord, I've, I've heard it prayed. I've heard it challenged. Oh, could, what, what if we could just help one other person discover? Lord, I don't want to help one other person discover. I want to help lots and lots of people discover. God, I want the whole world to know who You are. I want the whole world to become worshipers of the one true God. Oh God, would You give us a heart and a vision to think big, to see the masses. Oh God, to see their need, their hurt, their emptiness, the nothingness in their lives. Because they've not discovered You. Lord, I pray our resources, our tongue, our lives, our church 
It's about the business of helping people discover. We want our heart to be right where your heart is. Oh God, would you bring this church family to a place where every member is united in helping others discover. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray this. Amen.